everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Lessons with Troy, the podcast. If you're interested in learning more about playing Dobro, Lap Steel, Weisenborn, or Pedal Steel, be sure to check out my site, LessonsWithTroy.com, where you'll find lots of downloadable video lessons and also lots of free samples, too. I think you'll really enjoy it. Well, we're going to kick off this podcast with our featured guest, Alan Akaka, playing his arrangement of the song Makalapua. Be sure to check out my other site, too, OnlineLessonVideos.com, for the tablature to this song, as well as any accompanying MP3 tracks from artists who have been on these podcasts, in addition to lots of other teachers teaching lots of other instruments. Right now, here's Alan Akaka playing Makalapua.
Welcome to Lessons with Troy, the podcast. I'm Troy Brinney Meyer, your host. This is number two of my podcast, uh, Hawaiian uh, Talks steel guitar talk stories, what we're going to call this, with Alan Akaka. So let me go ahead and bring in Alan. How are you doing, Alan, again on this uh, episode number two? Aloha, all the way from sunny Hawaii, and it's been really sunny here. Cold at night, really freezing cold. I think, what, 68, <laughs> 69, freezing, freezing cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, right now it should be in the 80s, you know, so it's like... It's kind of hot out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you don't take to uh, weather too well here. Yeah, I mean, no, our temperature <laughs> changes too well. But, but yeah, it, it's just beautiful. But you, blue skies. Um, I see uh, Vogue out there. You know. Uh, now, what is what does that mean? Vogue is volcanic smog. Ah, okay. Yeah, and and depending on. The direction of the wind, um, and right now it's blowing from the south. No, I, I should say, from southeast to to northwest, which it follows the island chain, right, right up the island chain, and so that fog is is passing through all the islands, and uh, it it looks like you know Los Angeles smog. Well, back in the day. But the one I should say benefit from the fog is when the sun is ready to set, the clouds turn all different colors, you know, purple, orange. I mean, it's really, really beautiful. And then the sunsets are, are incredible. And that's because of the fog in the air. Because of the fog. Really, somebody, I think I was on Facebook or something. I heard, I saw somebody put that and I had, I had no idea what it was. I guess I should have Googled it or something, but. Yeah, Vogue. So now you know. Now and I now know. Else there knows what Vogue is, volcanic smog. And uh, yeah, it does. Yeah, it, it affects people who have um, certain, you know, respiratory ailments. And, and so so it, it, it's not the best. And and we didn't always have this Vogue. However, you know, um, a couple of decades or three decades ago, you know, Madame Pelle started uh, to spew out her lava from Kilauea Crater on the Big Island, and it, it hasn't stopped yet. There's, every day there's lava flowing out from the earth, going down towards the ocean. But that also means that all this, you know, uh, smoke is coming out, yeah? Ah, okay. And then, you know, the wind picks it up and it just carries it. Now, when we have trade winds, uh, the vault goes out to the ocean. So that's when we have the real blue skies and so on. But right now, it yeah, it looks foggy out there. <laughs> foggy. <laughs> yeah, it looks awfully foggy. Sure, but uh, yeah, but, but you know, you know what? Uh, speaking of Madame Pele, we call her Tutu Pele here. Tutu meaning uh, grandparent, and and um, you know, especially from that area, the people really respect her. And they call her Tutu. Now, if, if somebody's called Tutu, if, um, it's a term of endearment. Yeah. Rather than Mrs. So-and-so or calling the person by his or her first name. So if you say, like, Tutu Troy, for example, you know, that means, you know, somebody's close to you and so on. Uh-huh. Tutu Allen. But anyway, Tutu Pele, um, yeah, she she works in mysterious ways. She's been spotted by many people in different farms as an old lady, as a young lady, um, or or uh, you know 
being on the side of the road, hitchhiking, and, and you know, somebody picking her up, and then, you know, uh, her asking for a cigarette, and it's before he can give her a lighter, you know, she already has it lit, you know. Oh, just weird. Fit, you know, <laughs> things like that, and, and before um, uh, the driver reaches her destination, she's already gone for the car. That is weird. Tons of stars like that. Wow. Wow. That is bizarre. Or, or seeing a white dog running around the lava fields. And not everybody can see that white dog. <laughs> yeah. So is she real? Yes. She is real. Very yeah, who, cool. Very who, cool. Uh, in Hula, they, 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 they respect her. They, they yeah, honor her. Um, the chanters do that. Yes. Uh, she's not someone to reckon with, you know, unless you want your house burned down. <laughs> you know, you you know, mysteriously that is. Yeah, yeah. That's Tutu Pele, so, yeah. Well, that's that's a great, that's, that's great stories. So, um, last podcast, you know, we, we um, a lot of people uh, really got a lot of good, good comments and everything. People loving, loving the Hawaiian talk story, steel guitar talk story. So, I thought maybe this one we could maybe each one uh, focus on maybe a different tune and and a different song and you kind of talk about kind of the history of that song and kind of like you did last time. You got anything for us uh, for this one? Yes, I have one. Last time, you know, I shared the song about our princess who was to be the next queen, but you know, um, before that that could happen, well, you know the the kingdom was overthrown the queen was sent to sent to prison and so on so the next song i'm going to share is about the queen uh -huh. her auntie and her name was lili okalani lili okalani was our last reigning monarch here in the islands and uh, she was a well-educated uh woman you know she spoke hawaiian but she went to the royal school here in the islands and she learned how to speak English fluently, and she had a, a great command of the language, great command. Um, she, uh, she um, obviously, she could write in Hawaiian and, and English, um, and she even wrote letters to, like, the President of the United States and so on. But uh, when she was born, uh, and, and, and this, this was part of the culture of the day, a child's name, a newborn, would be from um, an event that happened on that day. And what happened is that <clears throat> the um, uh, the Kuhina Nui of the time, or or should say, um, uh, the person who who um, how should I say, counsel the the the, the monarch, okay, um, was uh, well, she had a an eye problem, a sore eye. So because of that, Liliokalani uh, got the name Kamaka Eha. Maka is eye, Eha is sore. Ah. Sore eye. So it marks a time in history, it, you know, when, when she was born, I believe it was in 1938. <clears throat> so, so, so because of this, and in fact, you know, most of her name talks about uh, this eye problem, you know, so besides Kamakaeha, there's Lolu and, and and so on. Other other names. It Lilokalani had a very long name, yeah. uh, like many Hawaiian royalty. 
that long name. So anyway, it's all about this eye problem. <laughs> anyway, so so this song, um, uh, which is called Makalapua, okay, has in it. Well, l- let me recite uh, some of the words. O Makalapua Ulumahia here, um, Okleo Kamaka Eha, which is her name. Ah, uh-huh. yeah, Kamaka Eha. The Makalapua was was a flower favored by Lili Okalani. And so a friend wrote this and gave it to, to Lili U. Now, Lili U was from a family of um, very talented musicians, and they were, it was a royal family. They were called Nalani Eha. Eha meaning four. Mm-hmm. They mean heaven. So if, uh, you know, all the monarchs, or I should say the royalty, would have Lani in their name somewhere. In 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 uh, like like Liliuokalani, yeah, yeah, or yeah. They, the 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 two brothers and two sisters Nalani Eha, the four royal ones, and between the four of them, they wrote a number of songs that are still being played today. Uh, King Kalakaua, who was the second to the last monarch in Hawaii, he wrote uh, the one song that is played every week here is uh, Hawaii Pono'i, which is the state song. Ah, okay. Uh, uh, she, she, um, Lilo Kalani herself wrote a song called Aloha Oi. Oh, yeah. Everybody which, knows uh, that one. Yeah, everybody knows that song. And then that was like, uh, um, that song, Aloha Oi, well, Aloha is love. Well, the, the, the English title is Farewell to the Goodbye, yeah. And that's it. Could be mean. It could mean that too. Is if you say aloha to somebody, it could be a greeting and it could be a farewell. But but it, it's like sending love. Yeah, here's my love. Yeah. So uh, aloha oi itself is you know I love you. Um, and 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 it was, it was because of what she witnessed when she was down not far from where I live, in Manawili, where she saw this couple talking to each other. And um, uh, they had to part. So as she was going up in her carriage up the old Rocky Poly Road, um, she was kind of humming the tune and coming with the words, you know. So she was really good at that. So Aloha Oi. And, and um, she wrote, I mean, she has a book this thick of her songs. Oh, no way. And then she had a brother, uh, her youngest brother, and he wrote, he was a, he was probably the best out of all of them, but a song that most people would recognize would be the Hawaiian war chant. Oh yeah, <laughs> he wrote that, but he didn't write it as a war chant. It was actually a love song, and it was it was played in in uh, three four time in you know Walt's time signature, really? not in you know swing like it is today. Yeah, it's yeah, very different. So from a warm sweet you know kind of love song. All of a sudden, it's a war chant. It's like, whoa. <laughs> well, I, well, I tell the people on the stage this. Yeah, you know, you, you, you know, um, in the beginning, when you at your marriage ceremony, you'll probably have the band play the Hawaiian wedding song. Well, six months later, then you'll probably hear the band playing the Hawaiian war chant. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's funny. Right? Yeah. So anyway... Um, Getting back to Makalapua, uh, lovely song. Um, I, I do this on the C6 tuning, and um, 
when I first wrote it, I kept it simple, especially for those who are just learning how to play Hawaiian style, because there's, there's things that you can do here. Let me lower my camera. Yeah. So here's how the melody goes for Makalapua, uh, using mostly single notes. of the song right there, uh, Makalapua. Now, what I want to point out, besides the melody itself, is, is why I write my tabs in the, in the manner I do. Okay. Um, if you notice, I played the first line on one single string. What does that do? Well, that, well, if, 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 if um, as a musician, you don't want to play notes, you want to play music. Okay, anybody can play notes. Anybody can go on the piano and hit the ivories. Mm -hmm. but to make it into music, you need to do certain things. For example, connecting notes. That's easy to do when you're playing a single string. But now connecting notes when you're going across strings. Okay, I covered four different strings. And having the ability to also block or mute out the strings that you, that you're leaving that you just played yeah the string yeah so that you don't get this exactly yeah and you're not lifting yeah. your bar at all that's just all with your right hand muting looks like yeah so that brings me up to 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 what what someone can do in order to connect notes especially when you're changing strings. And it's something I learned from my teacher, Jerry Bird. Although I, I do it a little differently. Mm -hmm. It's called the pata. And I know many people out there heard the term pata. And, and this, is, this is how, this is what I do with the pata. Now, what does it's that mean before you get into that? What, what does... Okay, I'll show you. I'll show you. Okay, let me show you this first. Okay. And I'll, 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 I'll tell you why I call it the pata. Sure. Okay, so when you go from one string to the next, uh, in this case, and you know, it, it's on my tab. Mm -hmm. So you can see what's happening. So this is what I'm talking about. Okay, sliding from the third string. I'm sorry. Sliding from the third fret to the fourth fret to the fifth fret to the seventh fret. Mm-hmm. Fifth string, third fret to over here, muting. Okay, from the fourth fret to the fifth fret, getting there and then muting. Now going to the seventh fret, slide and muting. So it sounds like this. 
it sounds like pa ta. Ah, I see. Yes. Ta pa ta. That's why I use that term. Okay, I always thought it was some Hawaiian word that, <laughs> that no, meant isn't. something. No, no, it isn't. So, so when when I do it in a slightly faster tempo, and and I make sure to block or mute very lightly and quickly. The lighter and quicker, the better. Okay. And when you when you want to block light and quick, you got to keep your head close to the strings. You can't be going like this. Okay. Or in regular tempo. Nice. Yeah. So so you know things like that uh, really helps to uh, uh, connect the notes, and then the music part is like. Nice one fret slide. Yeah, yeah, and your vibrato too. I, I, I mean that. Yeah, yeah. The, the vibrato. Yeah, it, it's frosting on the cake. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, in the Hawaiian style, rather than going like this, we like to do this. We like to add tension to what we do, and the one fret slides can create so much tension, and it's the tension that. Creates a music, yeah, or makes it musical. And the more you hold back, the more tension you create. And once you get to where you're supposed to be, then there's that release, sure. tension and release. So it, uh, something that's been used in music for 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 a long time, centuries. it sounds so hawaiian so hawaiian yeah yeah the wide vibrato the the one fret slides the smoothing out the uh you know the notes from note to note yeah that's it's it's all stuff that any any of us lap lap players from any genre i think could could stand to uh to work on that that kind of phrasing for sure right yeah okay you know uh in a little while i'm i'm, I'm gonna play the tab okay but then i want to share a little more about our queen so our queen, um, she never had any children of her own. She did marry John Dominus. He had a beautiful home called the Washington Place. And it's still standing today. It, uh, at one time, it was the governor's mansion. And since then, they built a new governor's mansion. And now Washington Place is more of a show place and a museum. Um, that, that's where she died, too. Now, Washington Place is right in downtown. Beautiful garden and, and, and so on. But, uh, you, you know, uh, she, she traveled to England with her sister-in-law, Queen Kapi'olani, who was uh, her brother Kalakawa's wife. And uh, they went up to the Jubilee, and then there's a song written called The Queen's Jubilee. Ah. Um, uh, an old Hawaiian song that maybe some of the listeners might recognize. And, and then... Um, she, she wrote about um, when she was in prison, uh, there, there was, um, she, she wasn't allowed to have newspapers or anything 
which pretty much cut her off from from her people. So she didn't know what was going on. She was locked up in the Iolani Palace, which was the, the monarch's residence. And uh, um, she also had people who watched after her, the Wilsons. Um, Mrs. Wilson would, would chat with her, and, and Mr. Wilson was, was pretty much the guard. And then their little boy, Johnny Wilson, uh, would bring her flowers. But what he did is he wrapped the flowers in newspaper. Ah. And that's how she got some news. And uh, by the way, just as a side note, little Johnny Wilson grew up to become Mayor Johnny Wilson. <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's a tunnel named after him, Wilson Tunnel here, and so on. Yeah, Mayor Wilson. Nice. So anyway, um, so anyway, she wrote this song because she noticed that her these flowers were from her garden, mm -hmm. and and she had like um, a garden up in the valley in Paua Valley called Uluhai Malama, and it's right across the stream from where my 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 family lived, my my grandfather and and so on, and that's where my my family is buried too, right across that garden. Ah, okay. So, so anyway, uh, and and she also had a summer place over in Waikiki called Paul Kalani, and that's a song she wrote, um, which which goes, you know, like started like this. song and it was her love for you know um for her you know all her flowers you know and and her people Auckland. but anyway so so um she was released later on um she wrote you know after after the monarchy was overthrown and she wrote many letters to to the president whoever the president was at the time yeah. you know lee or cleveland and saying you know um you know, my, my land was taken, you know, by, by your, your U.S. Marines, you know, unlawfully, you know, and, and, um, and, and, and so on. So, but, but, you know, there, there was a lot at stake, you know, dollar bills, a lot at stake because we had sugar and sugar was, you know, the, the cash crop way back then and then later on pineapples. And so if uh, Hawaii was annexed to, to the U.S., then... Uh, the the sugar growers wouldn't have to pay the high tariffs. Ah, so you know the, the, there's politics involved in you know the overthrow and so on. But so it never happened. We, uh, Hawaii never became a monarchy. It was never reinstated and so on. So she she lived on all the way till 1917. But throughout all those years, you know, she would go and visit people and so on. She was still considered in their hearts their queen, and they highly respected her. A real quick story. Yeah. Um, that. Um, I was talking with a friend, and she says, "Well, her her grandfather was a a revered um, chanter, and uh, anybody who is a chanter, you know, Kumuhula here, would would know the name." Now, what's a chanter? I I don't know what uh, somebody you know, you know rather than being a musician with an instrument in their hand, mm -hmm. a chanter would would be somebody who would be chanting up these stories. Or what we call melee, and and um, or or even for hula dancers. Mm -hmm. You know, we call it, uh, 
at the annual Mary Marnock and many other festivals around here, we have Awana, which is Marvin Hula, and then we have Kahiko, which is the um, ancient Hula. Well, the Kahiko would use a chanter. Ah, okay. Yeah. And this is before, you know, the Western influence. Yeah. They're bringing instruments and Western style of, um, of singing and uh, harmony and so on. So anyway, um, so... Um, her father was, I mean, her grandfather was retired. They were, they were living out on the North Shore somewhere. And, you know, he was out in the yard, you know, doing, you know, doing some gardening and everything. And um, this carriage pulled up in front of the house. And so um, my friend, who was a little girl, came out. And so, you know, she ran to the back. And, um, she, you know, she says, tutu, tutu, there's, um, there's a carriage out there. You know, and she described it and so on. And then he just kind of dropped everything. And he ran to the front and he started kneeling and bowing. He knew it was a queen. Ah. The queen came to visit him. Oh, nice. Yeah, she, that, that's how she was like. Um, she even went to a, a school I went to, uh, I graduated from. Um, but she went to visit a class and they were learning how to serve tea. And so she was there, and um, of course the boys are all like oh, awestruck, yeah, starstruck. And um, so she enjoyed tea with them and chatted and talked story. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, when she left, it's like, you know, that was her cup. Nobody else could ever drink from that cup. That was <laughs> her cup, and and so on. Yeah, the queen came to visit them. You know, young school students. Yeah, yeah. So. So you know, she she was, she was um, what and and at the end she she willed everything to the children of Hawaii. So now today we have the Liliokalani Trust. That money, uh, I I mean that foundation goes to help uh, children of Hawaiian descent. Great. Yeah. Everything, everything she had went wow. to to the children, because she loved children. She didn't have her own. But she she Hanaid children. Hanaid meaning she she um, people would. It's like adoption. Okay. Yeah. Western style adoption. So she Hanaid some children. Uh, I think four of them, and 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 of course you know being that they're living with her, that's quite an honor, right? Even for the families. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, so you know, um, I think one one became a songwriter. Another one. Um, her nephew became one of the greatest singers in Hawaii, and that's Alfred Apaka. Ah, yeah. Of Hawaii Falls. Yeah. Alfred yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, let's get to this song. Yeah, let's hear it. Now, um, I'm going to play through it. And what we'll do is, um, what I'll do is I'll offer the, the tab and, and the backing track. Okay. For this song. And people can learn how to play it. it, uh, it it's, this song is more than 100 years old. Um, again, it was written in honor of our queen, and uh, it, it's just a lovely song. And people still sing it at parties today. Um, the old timers, the kupuna, the tutus, um, and when they sing it, they'll sing it in harmony and they'll sing it with um, with a lot of reverence and, and, and so on. So it goes like this: Makalapua, C6 Tuni.
you go, Makalapua. And that's that's arrangement. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love the I love the half step slide there at the end. The, just holding that out for, for, for so long. Right, dragging it out. You know, once you get up there, you just drag it. You know, that that's an important thing. It, it, you know, again, you know, um, I hear people doing this, you know. But if you do this, it, it, it makes a big difference musically. Especially at the end of a song. Yeah, yeah. It could be at the intro of the song, too, before, you know, uh, the band starts playing on the beat, yeah. So, you know, things things like that. You know, the one fret slides, and we can talk about this more and more, you know, and, and really work it. Um, but, you know, you know, where do you use it? Because, obviously, you don't want to use something like that all the time. When you do, you know, then, it, you know, it's like adding too much sugar to your coffee. Yeah, it loses its so, effect. So, you want to put just enough. To, to make it musical. Yeah. But anyway, so, yeah, so I, I hope everybody enjoys the tab and and, 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 uh, and learns how to play this song in honor of our last queen of Hawaii. Wonderful, wonderful. We're, once again, about out of time here, so I'll uh, wrap it up. Thanks, I want to th say thanks to Alan for, once again, you know, Hawaiian, what are we calling this? Hawaiian steel guitar talk story? Is that, is that what we're is, Yeah, yeah, yep, that's good. Hawaiian steel guitar talk great great well i'll sign off here and uh keep checking out um the podcast for what's new and alan will be uh presenting lots of new stuff hopefully and uh also Absolutely. yeah yeah and, and if you want this tab uh go to onlinelessonvideos.com and uh, just do a search for alan akaka and uh his his tabs will come up there so until next time aloha take care everybody <laughs> shaka